0: oh hey welcome back to qualified nonsense here at qualified nonsense we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice circumcised or nah length or width dill or gherkin stick around to find out <laughs> stick around to find out our thoughts on, this, on these questions and more i'm jake i'm brandon <laughs> i'm mad This is Qualified Nonsense.
1: (laughs) Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship, so we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it.
2: Uh, thank you for joining us uh, this episode. Why don't we uh, get started with a little fun fact about one another. Uh, Jake do you have a fun fact about
0: yourself? I didn't think about this one. I can juggle uh, and I have been uh, paid to juggle on a number of occasions. So I was a paid carny or paid juggler. I can juggle up to three pins or anything that's weighted on one side that's elongated so i've juggled knives (laughs) before (laughs) okay (laughs) please (laughs) um and um i can juggle up to four items hammers i can juggle hammers um up to four items i haven't i haven't breached five i tried to for a while and then i lost interest but i'm i'm a pretty good juggler uh for what it's worth that's my fun fact
2: all right matt
1: uh, I'm Matt, and I despise tomatoes. And that's not really a fun fact, but I have never been able to actually really eat tomatoes. Like sauces are fine, but like I can't do chunky, physical, like dense things of tomato. They make me just gag. Is it the texture? Yeah, it's kind of everything. It's like the acidity, the texture, the Interesting. skin. Skin and the like. Ugh.
2: I don't. I don't like tomatoes on my sandwiches or burgers. I think it kind of ruins it, like texture wise. But I, I don't mind like pico or, you know, yeah, marinara or any any of
1: that.
0: Oh yeah, what about pico de gallo?
1: Pico's a hard yeah. pass for me. Really? Okay. I can, I can do so. I can do restaurant style salsa, which I right. I actually am like during COVID. And you know everybody has found their thing. Like mm-hmm. I got, I really got into making salsa, but it has yes. to be restaurant style. Like I can eat, um, I eat it, I love it. That's the one way that I can get tomatoes. And like pizza sauce is fine and marinara, whatever. But like right. actually taking a bite of a tomato, like to have chunks, to have pico, to have a slice on your burger or sandwich, just oh god. What about this a, is good. like a,
2: oh. a ch- oh yeah? What about like a chunky cooked tomato?
1: Ah, uh, depends on what it's with. Also, yeah, Bloody about, like, Mary, a bl- a Bloody a Marys thing. or no?
2: Oh, Bloody Marys or no? Yeah. Hmm.
1: What about or tomato just, soup? I, I've had tomato soup that I do enjoy, but it has to be like super creamy. It has to be. It has to pretty much not taste like a tomato. You know.
0: Well, how are we feeling about cherry tomatoes versus like? My kids your, love them. Your
2: beefcake tomatoes.
1: No, sim. same I
2: had fried green tomatoes.
0: I like that. This is going to be the whole episode. Just let everybody know. Get get comfortable.
2: <laughs>
1: no, uh, yeah, we can. Yeah, no, no fragrant tomatoes either. But yeah, that's my fun fact. I can't. I can't really do tomatoes. Interesting, Brandon. What you got?
2: Uh, I have participated in pub trivia finals out of state. Oh, what states? Uh, just one. Uh, Ohio in Cincinnati. Really? Oh that's I right. Did I you, when you did, when that. did you do that? Uh I think it was I think it was, was pre pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty eighteen, I think.
0: <laughs> that's cool.
2: Yeah. Cincinnati's a cool city. I really liked it. They have a really nice zoo. And I have Scotland. heard that about their zoo. Their uh uh Cincinnati chili that they do theirs really good.
0: I basically my,
2: just chili on spaghetti with a bunch of cheese on it. Oof.
0: My uh, my <laughs> mom makes a really good um, Cincinnati chili that uh, I have failed to make on several occasions because I've overspiced it, uh, made it too spicy. But um, but yeah, it's got it's got chocolate in it. It's one of the yeah, ingredients that throws everything off is chocolate. But it's not like sweet. It's not like milk chocolate. It's like it's like cocoa. What's yeah, that?
2: it's not like like chili like you know can like nally chili or whatever you uh, it's more it is kind of like a it's got like a sort of like pie spice or something in it that it's yeah there's
0: like a lot of cinnamon a lot of um
2: like cloves and
0: cloves it's it's yummy and then you serve it yeah. on pasta yeah I, yeah i'm it's it's good i when it's done right it's yummy
2: Actually, last episode we talked about like our favorite cities. I uh, have been trying to get Krisha to go back to Cincinnati. I I really liked it there,
0: um, but that was last episode. <laughs> no, I know. I I'm know. Getting, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's <laughs> I, I've never been to Cincinnati. Um, I've only heard about obviously the chili and and um, and the zoo. To be honest, but is mm. it? It's cool. Would recommend.
2: Yeah, would recommend. Nice. All right. So, well, let's, let's go. <laughs> so now that we've we've learned those things, why don't we take why don't we take a quick little break? Yeah. Wait. No. Need to, re- yeah, need
1: so. to regather after this. <laughs> <laughs> sweat. Stretch.
2: Stretch my legs. Welcome back to the break. If you'd like our advice on anything and everything, send us an email at qualifiednonsense.com or send us a DM on our socials. Slide in those
0: DMs.
2: (laughs) Please. Uh, Our first question comes from Abner. Abner writes, how does one seek growth or a promotion in their careers when we're still navigating through the pandemic and living costs are high? Employers aren't really giving promotions or raises right now. Hmm. hmm.
0: Thanks for submitting a question, Abner. Um, <clears throat>
2: that's, uh,
0: that's tricky. Um, and you know, we three, we've, we've sort of talked about this <clears throat> off the air, um, a couple of times just cause we're, you know, we, we're all finding ourselves in similar positions. Um, you know, a lot of the time, especially now coming out of the, well, <laughs> I say coming out of the pandemic, but it's still, it's still alive and well. So, um, You know, I I think something that I uh, regularly reflect on is, um, being able to make yourself valuable in your existing position, um, by, uh, by sort of capitalizing on the fact that there's not a, a great deal of growth within a lot of companies right now um, and circling back on the fact that whatever you know to be tried and true at your company, make sure it's well-documented. Make sure, make sure that, that when your um, company is back on its feet or back on its trajectory of hiring new people that you have something, um, to present to the new incoming people, which is the like, or like a really, um, robust and, <clears throat> um, and, and like well-documented processes and procedures to, to what you're doing. Um, I found in my own personal situation that that's become, uh, invaluable, and, um, no, valuable, not invaluable, valuable. Um, and that, um, that it has put me on the radar of some people who, you know, even though there's not promotions available right now that, uh, that I'm on their radar to being, um, uh, applicable for promotion.
2: Yeah. I, I, I do think, um, you know, we are in kind of a, a unique situation right now and it does sound like. I mean, depending on when you listen to this, who knows, maybe everything is shit the bit already, but, um, it sounds like a recession is coming. So, you know, now would probably be a good time to kind of knuckle up and sort of focus on, on your career and focus on yourself and your skills. Uh, but I, I would recommend meeting with a boss, your boss first, or whoever your direct report is, um. And ask for feedback and just say, you know, be honest with them. Just say, here's uh, where I want to go. How do I get there? What skills do I need to to develop? Um, but also, I think that you should be, first and foremost, I think you should be flexible. But don't necessarily be a pushover and watch out for getting burnt out too quickly and having your employer take advantage of you based on your perceived flexibility but if you can demonstrate that you're willing to go above and beyond or take on extra tasks i think that that really shows a lot of strength
1: yeah i feel like there's always universal truths into any any given thing and i think career advancements there are some truths that will always be right if you want something Well, first of all, you got to have a, a growth mindset in order to go get it right. You may not have, and my, like my six-year-old is learning this. she came home and was talking about a growth mindset. Like, well, I, I'm not good at it yet. Right. So write down what you want to do, write down where you want to be, figure out how you can get there, meet with the powers that be, make your presence known, make yourself a valuable asset that your company can't be without. And, you know, I I feel like there's two trains of thoughts that some people perceive that as putting your company into a background, but I view that as uh, a very valuable asset of, of showing your company exactly what they would be missing if they didn't have you. So make your, uh, make your intentions known and get out there and start, start meeting and start training, go above and beyond. Like everybody's been saying, Um, don't get burnt out. But, you know, in order to get to the next level, you're going to have to sacrifice something. So it's probably going to be a little bit of time.
0: There is a weird balance, though, that I do not have my finger on. But there's a weird balance between um, putting in a lot of time and energy and not putting in too much time and energy. Um, I've found... In previous positions, as well as in adjacent positions to myself right now in my current job, that um, when people um, apply themselves sort of, I don't want to say too hard, but basically too hard, um, they become so valuable in a very specific position that if they advance out of that position or if they advance out of those, um, those specific uh, job functions, the, the void is more expensive to fill if they, if they leave, like if they advance into another position. So, um, and However, I don't, that, that's I, I, I don't the, know what, that's not I don't the individual's fault. No, but you have, but, but, but it's, but ultimately it, no, it's absolutely not the individual's fault. That's the institution's fault, but you have to acknowledge the institution, right? You have to acknowledge the environment that you're working in. If it's, if your, if your intention is to move out of that company into a different company with your new found skill set or whatever, that's great. But, but you, you absolutely have to acknowledge your existing environment and have to, you know, you have to um, sort of noodle it and, and figure out the best way forward without burning yourself out, but then also not making your absence from a role. So great that you're doing the, the manager, your manager, a disservice by leaving that role. It's absolutely not your fault, but it's something that you might pay for. You know what I mean?
2: And, uh, to your, your point, you, you mentioned cost of living, I I don't know where you're at with your job if you're able to work remotely, but now might be the time to take advantage of being able to relocate to a less expensive part of the country. And that, that's something that, um, uh, that my wife and I did, I, I work remotely. So I was able to, uh, she could transfer her job to where we're at now and it is, I don't know about anymore, but it is at the time it was slightly cheaper to buy a house here than up where we were. So, you know, that that's hopefully an, an option for you or something. Yeah, I, I, I did
0: that also. I was in New Jersey commuting into New York and we moved to North Carolina and that that cost of living cost differences is, is not insignificant.
1: How's the commute to New York now, though? kidding.
0: Uh, Last (laughs) time I went, it was great. I mean, (laughs) the company paid for my flight, so I'll take it. There you go. Poor
1: Anna had a lot to do. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I mean, I would just say spend some time on self-reflection, career goals, pros and cons to where you're at, where you want to be, and uh, start setting some some milestones for yourself. And then I would also suggest meeting with your management, meeting with your team, your direct and, and let I, I, they're never going to know where you want to be. If assuming you want to graduate and, you know, promote through your own company that you're at now, um, they're, they're never going to put you there unless you let them know where you want to be. So you got to be very clear with them. So everybody's expectations are, are out in the open.
0: Yeah. I think that's a solid point, Matt. I, and, and, you know, to, to, to Matt's earlier point about, um, attempting to remove yourself from the company's shortcomings. If you do have to do that, you know, look out for, look out for yourself and get the training that, um, seems or, or get the, you know, experience or the, um, the training that you need to advance into the position, whether it's inside your company or outside your company. Um, But that will, that will benefit you and not necessarily, you know, satisfy your company because you're, you're the one that you're trying to trying to promote and trying to uh, excel.
1: Yeah. I mean, and any company, big or small, I would assume that they would, I would assume any reputable company would, but there's, Got to be a succession planning um, strategy that they have in place. So it it's it would behoove you to actually get out there and say this is my intention. Because again, they're not going to know if if you don't want to. And chances are that they do have a program, or they have educational uh, discounts, or there's uh, you know an extracurricular thing you can do on the uh, in your in your after hours, or a committee you could sit on, or anything in between of just showing them that you're willing to put in the work.
2: Or if there is a position that somebody currently has that you're interested in, you could always ask to shadow with them and talk to them and see if that is something that you're interested in doing.
1: I thought you, were go you can sabotage. break their kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> sabotage and when they like have their when they leave their work computer up, just go to all the band sites. Be like, oh, look at what John did.
2: Yeah, poison. And then there's an open rack in the office, and
1: <laughs> just plant a bunch of things at the at the person's desk that you want to just like put bottles of liquor and mm-hmm. joints,
0: drugs in their car. Call the cops. Yeah. Get all your exactly.
1: coworkers addicted to drugs, and then uh, they'll bada boom bada bing. Take their family Imagine. hostage. All great ideas, or
2: take, guys. Take take the CEO hostage. And, <laughs> no, uh,
1: no bad ideas. No here. bad, no bad ideas, ideas. No bad ideas at this table.
0: <laughs> we're brainstorming. This is the brainstorm. <laughs> I've been taking project management courses. Speaking of which, I've been trying to do this for myself. I've been taking uh, uh, project management courses, and uh, and you know, this is the uh, this is the uh, the uh, kickoff meeting where there's no bad ideas. Does it does it actually satisfy you know what we're trying to achieve? Yes.
1: Uh, so put it on the board. Be a bad manager if we didn't listen to everything on the table.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Abner, uh, hopefully that helps. And best of luck in your career endeavors. Yeah, good luck, Abner.
1: We'll look out for you on the news.
2: Yep. (laughs) Jesus. All right, our next question comes from Debbie and Dawn. Debbie and Dawn right? I'm guessing Debbie writes, "Uh, Hello, my husband and I are going on a road trip and are looking for a recommendation for a new podcast or an audio book. We have different tastes, but I'm hoping you might have some suggestions. I love true crime podcasts and mystery books, and he's into comedy and history.
1: Good news, Debbie. You're on episode 12. That's 12 (laughs) solid hours of qualified nonsense. Uh, Mm, Case closed. You're welcome. This is me. Listen, this is... Episode 11. That's case closed. <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs>
0: Stack them up. Knock them
2: down. All right. Yeah, be be uh, sure to rate us. No. Yeah. Do you guys. Um, even though you have a podcast, do you listen to many podcasts?
1: I don't. I don't. No, I, actually... I to... Go ahead.
0: I I have listened to more audiobooks than I have um podcasts, to be honest. Uh <clears throat> we used to drive between New Jersey and North Carolina with relative frequency. So Anna and I would would get uh some podcasts. I'm sorry, some um some audiobooks going and we started listening to the Agatha Christie novels, which were really fun. And they're 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 crime related and mystery related. So like <laughs> they're kind of fun. And if you've got a long drive, um, you know, and sustained, like if you have a, if you're able to have a through line between drives, um, or, 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 or rather through interest, those are entertaining. Um, and they're kind of like old timey. Uh, the language is fun, the, some problematic bits, <laughs> but for the most part, they're entertaining. Um, and as far as podcasts go, I've mostly only listened to I've, frankly I've, I've either listened to news podcasts or i've listened to um strangely enough dungeons and dragons podcasts uh, of people live playing dungeons and dragons which is actually quite entertaining and um and i would like to call out two podcasts that i enjoy one is called the cracked die podcast which is uh hosted by a friend of mine from work his name's sean Molson. he's delightful um and uh it's it's really um entertaining even though it's a it, you're just listening to people play a game but it's a role-playing game so it's uh, a bit like a um like a radio drama uh, and the same can be said for a much uh a uh a slightly different one um called dungeons and daddies which is not a bdsm podcast but actually a uh, <laughs> like a uh, uh, modern people thrown into the forgotten realms of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and that's entertaining as well. So I would re- recommend checking those out. There's a lot of hours of both those. They've been both been running for multiple years, so they've they um they have a lot of content. Um, and they're like they're like dramas. They're like um they're like radio dramas uh, with acting and voices and hilarity. So check them out. That's all I have to say on the subject.
2: Yeah, if you have uh, if you have a library card I'd highly recommend getting the libby app because you can listen to any pretty much any audiobook that you want through the the app or as long as the library has it which they do have a ton so uh, I would not give Amazon money and do you know don't go down the audible route but support your local library and Download Libby, and you can also get ebooks Hell also yeah. if you actually like reading books. Uh, but yeah, you can do audio or the ebooks, and I, I do a lot of things on that. Like, um, speaking of uh, like kind of true crime ish, it's not really true, but um, not at all. But I, I have started listening to the Fletch books, and those are fun. Um, and uh, uh, but another audiobook that I read that is kind of more or li- listen to whatever you, whatever you say um i've heard people <laughs> i've heard that, I know. The, the debate like is is listening to an audiobook considered reading i think it kind of is cuz it's taking about the same amount of time unless you do like the one and a half or two times speed or whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh um an audiobook i'd recommend if you're into uh into true crime and your husband is into history is called killers of the flower moon by I just had it here. Oh, uh, by David Gran. Uh, it's a nonfiction book that focuses on a, a series of murders in of wealthy Osage people in Oklahoma in the twenties. Um, they're mur- basically murdered after oil deposits are found on their land. And it kind of deals with the early formation of the FBI. It's pretty it's non-fiction?
0: Yeah, spooky.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Um. Actually, uh, Martin Scorsese is making a movie about it.
0: Of right course, now. he is.
2: Ugh. <laughs> uh as as far as podcasts go, though, um, a, kind of a short, fun one is. Uh, it's called Lore. It's um kind of delves into like supernatural spooky sort of stuff but also history um, they tell kind of creepy weird story like local legend kind of stuff it's it's oh, fun. Cool. The, the episodes are only like 20 or 30 minutes long so it's pretty pretty quick but there's a lot of them and then the other one uh i'd recommend is 30 2010 that's the name of it um where they it's sort of a Oh, or of a pop culture.
0: I think you've talked about this before. It's like 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or something yeah, like that.
2: Yeah. So they look at like the movies, TV, books, video games, news, stuff that was happening 30, 20, and 10 years ago, whatever week the episode is released. Oh, that's cool. So, like, you know, right now they're going through 1992, 2002, 2012. And I don't know. It, it's just sort of fun to, um, hear what was going on and kind of reminisce on, you know, where you were at or what you were doing, because hmm. like right now they're doing 2002, which is when I started my first job, which is in a movie theater. And so they're like naming off all of these movies and like, oh yeah, I remember <laughs> watching that movie <laughs> the release of them. And yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Nice. so
1: Matthew. Um, you know, I don't, so I don't, and still haven't really done audiobooks. Uh, it, I should, because I never actually carve out the time to sit down and read super distractible. So I should do audiobooks. So Debbie and Don, I don't have any recommendations for you on that. I'm also really late to the podcast game. However, I have two that I'm going to recommend. Uh, the first one is actually somebody we also went to high school with. Her name's Melissa, uh, or Missy G, uh, but her podcast is is I'm not sure if she's still doing it. They have 10 episodes, but it's called Naptime Nancy Drew. Oh, and that's right. she uh, they're all unsolved mysteries, like cold cases um, that she investigates kind of herself and goes above and beyond the information that's there. Uh, really interesting stuff. I've, I have enjoyed them. And oh, Melissa, if, if you listen to this, you should bring it back. Um, the other one is my uncle's podcast called tony on the mic and he is kind of a uh, there's not really a theme to it because he just brings anybody on that has an interesting story so it could be like he had a character artist a guy who has drew who has uh did a character of kevin hart in the rock and then the next episode he had a guy on who was a former blue angels pilot and then the next episode he had a comic book guy on and it's just like they're very they're they're all across the board but they keep your interest because you don't. Really know what you're going to get the next episode, um, which I really enjoy from an ADHD perspective. But he's, you know, I'm I'm biased because he's my uncle, but he's also very engaging, and um, it it suits him to be doing it. So, yeah, Tony on the mic and nap time, Nancy Drew.
2: Very nice. Well, uh, obviously, I mean, we have to recommend uh, qualified nonsense. So, but it sounds like you're already listening. So you you're better. ahead of the game.
0: honestly eh, that's a pass (laughs) no no (laughs) i actually yeah uh, it's it's fun listening to because we actually speaking of speaking of podcasts and our own uh we've all done various um uh contributions to either the social media posts or the um or the uh, editing of the episodes. And it is fun to reflect on things we've recorded, not, not from a completely selfish, uh, a selfish standpoint, but, but just the, um, you know, it, it lets you gain appreciation for these content creators that you see out there that have like a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of editing and a bunch of um, sort of uh, pizzazz around their, around their content. And it's a, uh, um, they're also like 19,
1: I, I, 20 years old.
0: <clears throat> oh, no, for sure. For sure. I, I, <laughs> I, I just think it is it is sort of fun because I... Brandon, you've done a podcast before, but but uh, Matt and I are, are, um, are noobs, as it were. Um,
1: Raffle. But it's fun.
0: It's fun. Raffle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool. This well, we're, a, the, let us know.
2: new uh, technology. Almost 20-year-old technology.
1: Yeah. Well... Debbie, Don, send us some uh, some pictures or some audio clips of you enjoying your favorite podcast on your road trip, wherever it is that you may be going.
2: Best of luck to you. And with that, let's take a quick little break.
1: All right, welcome back from break. It's the time in the episode where we go to the lightning round questions. Uh, we're going to ask each of us three questions. We're going to spend a minute or two on each. And kind of a justification as to why. Let's go ahead and start with Jake. Jake. Texting Hi. or talking?
0: Texting. Because um, I have, I think we've talked about this in a previous episode, but I have found myself to fully embrace the the hermit life <clears throat> um, now that COVID is here to stay, and i um, also I moved to a place where I don't have real friends. Uh, I said real friends, I meant friends in real life. So like I go outside and I see real friends and that's not a dig on my neighbors. My neighbors are lovely, but, um, so I, I've, uh, found myself like to be, to be less inclined to engage in, um, a real time, uh, sort of way. Um, for whatever reason. And so I find myself more drawn to texting. Although I have to say that, uh, making this podcast with these fine gentlemen is, um, is a fun interactive way to be social. So nice. So talking with these guys, talking with my family members and texting.
2: <laughs> nice. Brandon. Um, I think it depends on the situation or, or you know, who, who I'm talking to, what information I'm trying to convey, but generally texting. But if it's something more complicated or involved where, you know, there'll be a million texts back and forth, I'd rather just call. So I guess it's situational, but generally texting.
1: You were actually always one of my four, my more fun people to call because, uh, it was in the age of cell phones and caller id but every time you answered brandon it was uh, like it was a surprise like hello <laughs> it was you <laughs> no you're right like, wait what's it's your wait wait
0: brandon ring 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 hello yes yeah, see, it's, it's, like, yeah it's, that, it's like it's a, always it's always well, um, now he's on a the ver- spot. like a photo but it's all, always a real question hello like this could be anyone
1: yeah, it's it's like you it could be the publisher's clearinghouse or it actually could be Matt you know <laughs> who the fuck is this
0: <laughs> um i have to say though one of the one of the reasons and not to put i'm not blaming anyone it's it's all on me but one of the one of my last like uh earnest phone calls to someone was to Brandon and i sang him happy birthday and at the end of a pretty long-winded happy birthday, because actually happy birthday is a bit too long of a song, I sang him happy birthday and he was like, well, this is awkward for both of us (laughs) and I stopped calling people and singing them happy birthday
2: (laughs) sorry for ruining that no, please,
0: no, please uh, you saved many, many people from my awkwardness, so (laughs) really really thank you
2: You call people on their birthday and they just set the phone down and walk away for Pick <laughs> it back up. Oh, thank you. Oh my
0: gosh. Did you yeah, thank you?
1: Or they recognize it's their birthday and just like click ignore.
0: I know. Who remembers yeah, their be. birthday now? Do you guys remember your birthdays? Like when they approach? Uh
2: Matt, you're really big on your birthday.
1: I well, I used to be. I guess, uh, I, no, I still enjoy it. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys take it off of work? <laughs> I see I what do, you did there. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I
0: keep meaning to, and I always forget about it, to be honest.
2: <laughs> well, I it's think coming up every we year. We talked about in the uh, last episode, it's uh, nice for self-care. <laughs>
0: Exactly. That's a that that's great.
2: That's
1: I think that's another. Yeah, that's the key point as to why I really enjoyed mine is like it's me time to. Even if you don't like, you know, have a party
2: or whatever, or you know, I like. It's nice to. I don't know. Have a nice meal or whatever. Just. Yeah. Acknowledge it and do something special that you wouldn't normally do.
1: It's your day, cock the walk, baby.
2: No, I like it.
0: I I think that's a good good. I'm glad to hear it. But
2: that was not the question. The question. Well, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, you're
1: right. I'm out of line (laughs) to answer the to answer the question on my side. uh, I I, I'm going to say yes, because I do. Sometimes it's better to have a phone conversation about it. Like Brandon said, if there's going to be a million texts or we could just get it out of the way. However, um, if I'm in a meeting and I can still text, I prefer to get the conversation, you know, satisfied immediately. So like kind of a in the moment if if I don't do it now I might not do it later so I'm going to say both
2: I, I do will say that I a, that I miss no. oh go ahead I was going to say like a side tangent to that is I I do really like that a lot more companies nowadays or they offer a chat feature online so like while I'm working I can just have a little chat going with you know whatever company i'm dealing with yeah yeah about how much you hate your boss (laughs) well no (laughs) but you know about like you know whatever student loan company or something but uh
1: you know do you you ever get get on on and just like fuck with them like how are you today hey brandon how are you i'm like oh it's okay (laughs) had diarrhea last night (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to go to the next question, question number two. And I guess I'll give some explanation to it, but I'll ask it first. Tapas or nah? So do you guys like to do go to restaurants and have shared plates, or do you like to go to a restaurant and have your own entree?
0: I always like to share. I don't care about. This is, you know, what I've been to restaurants since uh, COVID started. So this is all pre-COVID. But really? I, 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 yeah, I've been to like.
1: Th- You've not been to a been restaurant.
0: No, that's not true. I've been to like three restaurants. I, I can count on one hand how many restaurants I've been to since COVID started. I, I, I'm sorry. Together. <laughs> like sitting down. What's that?
2: We've all, the three of us have been to places together. Since COVID. Three times. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we met. Went to... We met at Grains Wrath Portland, and then we went to Ecliptic. Mm-hmm. Actually, you've been to three spots with us, and then we went That's to the true. hotel so bar.
0: Maybe it's maybe it's six because honestly, Anna, Anna and I went out for our anniversary last year, and then, I mean, we we pick up we pick up from places. So I think six, maybe seven times. But but I think. Uh, yeah, we went to a diner twice and a French place once. But other than that, we we haven't gone in places. Hmm. I've really but, I've really embraced hermit hermit life. But that's not the that's not the
1: And question. and dodging questions.
0: Yeah, tapas. I love but hmm. no, but I love I love sharing food. So pre-COVID, I loved sharing food. I loved uh um I guess this isn't tapas, but it's uh in New Jersey there was um a number of uh shoot. What is that cuisine called? From a particular country I'll have to look it up Jim um, Sum No um, I'll, I'll have to look it, I'll, I'll circle back in a minute
1: Brandon
2: I Would say it depends On the place generally speaking I'd prefer to just get my own thing And not share <laughs> uh, But if that's kind of The Environment Sure, you know, if, if it is like a, a dim sum place or uh, that's what they do, just a bunch of small plates. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of just everybody eating out of the same plate or whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, nah, unless it's and okay. I'm going to be I'm going to be very specific with it unless it's Korean barbecue. Because it's Mm -hmm. an all you can eat situation and everybody like goes around the table and picks a thing that they want to cook that round. Right. I
2: I will add the qualifier that if it's just like me and my wife, I'm fine with sharing plates, but if it's more people than that, I I don't really want to.
1: Yeah, I guess like that would go that far too. Um, If it's, if it's me and yeah, me and my wife, that's fine. I will say I didn't, it wasn't a bad experience. It was just kind of off-putting in terms of like social norms. And if this individual is listens, I mean no spite by it, but um, it was somebody that liked to eat. And for some reason we went to a tapas place with like six or seven people. And, you know, when you order a tapas thing, it's like, oh, you're getting mushrooms for like uh, sauteed mushrooms. And it's probably enough for everybody to have one or not even that, but sure to say, like, I ordered this thing and I'm going to eat all of it like this, this person liked to eat. And I think it was probably just a very bad environment to put that situation because like, I felt kind of like, why am I here and why are we splitting this bill if you're eating all the food? you know right that's tricky
0: you have to you have to respect the the type of cuisine and respect each other or like acknowledge you know each other's existence in yeah. that sort of environment for sure
1: and it's like that. like generally when you go to tapas it's not cheap right it's usually a nice place that is is doing it but that's why i found the loophole of doing korean barbecue because it's still like It's all family style altogether. We're all going to share it, but at the same time. Anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question. Brandon, what is your favorite carnival food?
2: I'm going to have to go with a corn dog. I love a hand-dipped fresh corn dog.
1: Bacon or no bacon? Do you like? Do you like? Uh, do you like them to be kind of kitschy or just a straight up?
2: Yeah, just a s- straight up classic corn dog.
1: Because you can get like, I feel like at the carnival or fair, you can get like bacon wrapped or jalapeno or.
2: No, no, no need to church it up like that. Just a regular corn, cornbread, corn dog.
1: Nice, Jake.
0: Burritos, uh, because they always come in gargantuan sizes with weird <laughs> things in them. I, I I remember at the Clackamas County Fair there was a burrito stand that yeah. served really giant, yummy burritos.
1: I think it was called Beaver Burrito. I yeah, it was that. Beaver I re- Burrito. I remember that place. Like it was yep. Yet, Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. I wonder if they're still good, around. Good memory. Oh, I if I type are. in
1: Beaver Burrito to Google, is that safe?
2: Nope. But do it <laughs> okay. anyway. <clears throat> Matt,
1: mm, what's uh? Just a second, I have to click.
2: Matt's Google. No, yeah, thing.
1: okay, yep. Beaver burrito it's uh didn't bring up what I thought it was going to bring up, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna back you on this one, Brandon, and say corn dog. They're usually readily available. They're usually monsters as well, and you can you can church it up if you want. Like, yeah, I'm at the fair. It's already eight dollars for a fucking corn dog. Like, may as well add bacon on it or something. Have you guys ever, have you guys, I, I feel like it. they've been around for a while, but have you guys ever gotten one of the, like the massive turkey legs that you can get at the fairs? I've
0: always seen them and I never did. I I, I know it was like a thing to do, but I, I don't think
2: I ever did. I have not. Mm-hmm. Have you always- I also remembered
0: the, the, on the previous question, the type of cuisine, um, the like the tapas cuisine, the the similar similarly. Uh, have you guys ever eaten Ethiopian food? The shared sort of mm-hmm. platter Ethiopian yes. food. I really enjoy that that kind of dining. I'm into it.
1: There's a really good restaurant in Portland called Nicholas. It's really good. They have two locations.
0: Nice. There was a really great couple of places in New Jersey. One one really good in Montclair that we went to a number of times and it was top notch and like I'll eat with your hands sort of. I don't know. I like that experience. It's fun. Nice. And it's shared. Sorry to, to, to go back.
1: Well, that's going to do no. it for the lightning round questions. Yeah,
2: that's-, that's-, that's, that's our episode
1: so thank you for
2: listening don't forget to rate review share like and subscribe on apple podcast or your podcast app of choice send your advice questions to qualified at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials qualified underscore nonsense on instagram and tiktok qualified nonsense on facebook or at qn podcast on twitter music provided by ace special thanks to uh abner and debbie and dawn for this week's questions We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.